0: Good morning, Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, Mr. Nathaniel Paul Thurston on this dumb bleep of the mother trucking week. Happy Friday, Charlie. It is Friday. Oh, man. What a beautiful, hot day. Ass day, I can say ass on the radio. You can. So mm-hmm. it's a hot donkey day.
1: It is. It How about is. That? And that is, of course, because we failed to take Al Gore's advice. Mm. And uh, if it wouldn't have been for that, climate change
0: or, is upon us.
1: Yeah. If we just would have listened, mm-hmm. it would have been at least like t- two degrees cooler today uh, than what it's going to be. Because oh wait,
0: Al Gore was global warming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it, global warming is. Yeah, it's here. It would have. It would have been colder. It's
0: today one of the hottest days on record.
1: It has, it's a little too early for that. Mm. Uh, We're not used to doing morning episodes here. Yeah. I know that the name. I got to tell you, it was pretty cold in the
0: house this morning. It was very cold.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had to, I had to uh, get a couple extra blankets in there. So, uh. Because we
0: did such an early episode today and actually in the morning, Nate decided to come over and stay (laughs) in the guest room last night. You said the bed was comfy. Very comfortable. It's nice. The
1: pillows are great in there too. You have those cooling pillows in there. They're nice. Yeah. They're stackable. I like those things. <laughs> they are stackable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week. When we want to, smash that subscribe or follow button. Share it with a friend. Hit retweet. Hit share it to your story with the little share to your story button. I don't know what all. What all the, the share it to your
0: story button. Are. Yes. Yeah.
1: That's. I think they should name it something shorter than that. Yeah. But you know.
0: Share this to your story Re,
1: button. Re exit to everyone and um, subscribe on YouTube. Yes, yeah. subscribe on YouTube and find us on TikTok. Uh, mm, anonymous. You should. So, uh, this is Dumbleep of the Week. We have some of the dumbest things that happened this week, and the live group put forward a bunch of entries. I put forward some entries. People on Twitter uh, also do the same thing. So Instagram. You can hit us up on there. Whatever you want to do, snail mail. You can send the
0: phone it in. Mm-hmm.
1: You can phone a friend if you want to. Charlie posts his personal phone number in the group, <laughs> uh, so you can you can call Charlie and tell him something that was dumb if you want to do that, and uh, then we vote on it and we're going to figure out what the dumbest thing from the week was. Charles,
0: are you ready? And then Costco text entries to me.
1: Oh. I'm ready. Okay, Let's do it. All right, here we go. Number one is going to be called Old Politicians. Mm. All right? Now, like we said the other day, I'm not trying to make fun of Mitch McConnell. I I, am. I feel for him as, you know, his family watching as uh, he did whatever happened here, a stroke or a seizure or whatever happened to him while he was uh, speaking at the podium. It's not just him. We'll be talking about. Uh, we'll talk about a couple other old politicians, and it's not just that what they did was dumb because it wasn't dumb. It's it's perfectly uh, predictable for old people to have moments like this. Mm-hmm. It happens when you're in your 80s.
0: Some people wait a lifetime. 90s. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so it's totally normal for this to happen. What <laughs> should not be normal is us continuing to put these people in office i'm pretty sure if if uh is it diane feinstein uh she also had a moment that we'll be talking about i think she yeah diane feinstein um if she were the run for re-election she'd probably win again and she doesn't even know which way is up got nancy right pelosi's now. yeah joe biden's nancy Pelosi. Looks like a golden genius compared to a lot of these people. Although I haven't seen her in a bit. What's she up to? Maxine Waters. Yeah, super old also. So the problem is not that these people are old and doing dumb things or having medical incidents because that's totally normal. What's, What's not good is the fact that we, not we because it's not you guys, I know. So technically, number one goes to the American people for continuing the Minus these people the listeners were of
0: Good Morning Liberty Yes yeah.
1: Everyone else though <laughs> uh, So here is Mitch McConnell and a string of, uh, uh... Once again only his left side was working Even the sound had a stroke
0: <laughs> <laughs> It kind of took him a while to catch on too That's This has been a great meme by the way
1: uh, that I've seen. And I, you know, I, I don't know if I agree with, I, I agree with it. It's fine. It's been a really great meme. One of the best ones uh, has been like, uh, man, this edible isn't doing anything. Yeah. And then it's like me 15 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good stuff. Okay. So
0: resting Mitch face. I like that. <laughs> that's, a,
1: that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, that's one. Then we got Diane Feinstein. They're having this vote on, the, uh, on how much we're going to spend on a military, how many billions of dollars are, are we going to spend. And I want everyone to rest assured, if you're in her district, uh, she, she knows what's going on. She is voting for you, and it's definitely not her aide who tells her what to say.
2: Miss um, You say aye. Uh, pardon me? Aye. Uh, to I, I would like to support a yes vote on this um, it provides 823 billion that's an increase of 26 billion for the Department of Defense and it funds priorities submitted yeah just say aye. okay just I you. <laughs>
0: it's not time for a speech
2: oh god
1: (laughs) that's so terrible she looks like a sweet lady you know and i know she's not she's a terrible fire breathing demon uh but you know she looked like a sweet enough lady right there she probably doesn't remember how evil she is you know
0: this is like oh oh and just say (laughs) i
1: so (laughs) the state of our republic is strong. Mm. All right. And then, uh, by the way, I forgot the Mitch McConnell thing. He made a little joke uh, walking out later. He's doing okay. Looks like the clot passed. Um, well, the president called to check on me. Mm-hmm. I told him I got sandbag.
2: Oh, nice.
0: No. How are you feeling now, sir? Uh, How are you feeling now? I'm
1: fine. Have you seen a doctor? Or are you going to Any see a doctor? Any idea what
0: happened? What? Any idea what happened? I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine.
1: I'm fine. I just spent billions of dollars. I'm old
0: as hell, but I'm fine.
1: (laughs) And then uh, another moment here when our dear leader um, said that we cured cancer or we ended it as we know it, which by the way, when you, anytime a new treatment comes out, you've ended cancer as we know it. Mm. It's different now. There's a new treatment. Yeah. So uh, here's Biden doing that.
2: If you could do anything at all, Joe, what would you do? I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why. And we can. We'd end cancer as we know it.
0: Okay. Mm. You know. I like how he takes the credit for it. Oh, yeah. For sure. This is a big I statement.
1: It's probably, yeah, it probably has to do with all the funding that they've put into the healthcare, our completely privatized healthcare system. That's right. That has nothing to do with the government. Mm. Uh, this was, so that's all, number one, old politicians and uh, all the voters who keep putting them in office. Number two, let me explain here for a second. Number two is going to be called, what did I name it? Something to do with climate change uh, for, for number two. And it's going to have a few things here.
0: You just, you just named it climate change. Okay.
1: Spike Cohen, you heard of Spike Cohen?
0: I think so. Who's yeah.
1: that? Who's that guy? Um, is the the nipple guy, the nipple king.
0: Oh, okay, there we go. That guy. Now I know who it is.
1: Uh he's he basically talks about how if you're worried about man-made greenhouse gases, if you're worried about CO2 emissions, then you should be focusing on the Asian nations, specifically China, who is increasing their emissions and is the largest portion of the emissions. Okay. That's where most of them are coming from. And this guy, uh, Eric Davis, who in his name has in parentheses that he was legacy verified. Mm, But he ain't paying for it. He's not going to pay for it. But he wants everyone to know that he used to be legacy verified in his name. So take him seriously. Mm. All right. Because he knew somebody.
0: He said, uh, Charlie, go ahead. He said, "Always fun when a person with no education on a topic tries to use a gotcha and shows how little they know." Spike, while we do need to reduce overall global emissions per year, this is about cumul This is about cumulative. Cumulative. I don't know why I couldn't say that word this morning. It's, it's early. too early. Yeah. It's early right now. Cumulative emissions. I'll give you one guess: which nation leads that? So I just want to clarify
1: what he says the problem is. It's not how much countries are emitting right now. It's what their total is over time. And that's somehow what we need to fix. Mm. So Eric, I assume, has a time machine. And we're going to go back and remove some of them. I think we don't want From to just... From the 60s and 70s? Yeah, we don't just want to go to net zero. We have to go to net negative. We have to stop everything. And we actually have to be removing... We have to have no carbon emissions, but also we have to be removing carbon from the atmosphere at the same time to make up... It's carbon reparations, mm-hmm. actually, is what it is. That's that's, that's what we have to do. That's
0: Bailey just said, climate change reparations. Oh, really? Yeah. Not, I don't even
1: have the chat up. Nice.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. There and Copperhead go. said, unrealized climate emissions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Well, these are just unrealized. That's it. If you're... Like, you're talking about climate policy... go The... The thing is, almost nothing that we do matters when it comes to emissions. It could matter some, but as China and India are ramping up their emissions, we're just going to end up sending ourselves back to the Stone Ages while they are just growing their own economic. They're just flourishing, you know, doing better and better as they come out of their. Terrible, terrible economic problems they've had over a long time. And so if you're going to worry about it, you got to see if China's going to do something. If they're not going to do anything, then what are we doing here? Other than paying a bunch of people who have green companies,
0: Well, which is what we're doing here. It's not about climate change. What's it about? We know that. It's a way to funnel money. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And to get people stirred up enough about it, then you can... Funnel money in any direction you want to, and people will be like, Oh, yeah, it's good. We're spending money there.
1: Uh, so, one of the things uh, that's been happening, I don't know if you've seen the news, but everyone is all up in arms about this climate crisis because it's been really hot lately.
0: Mm.
1: All right. And uh, is that Phoenix, one of the common, um, yeah, so kind of, that, it looks phoenixy. Oh, the it says
0: Phoenix Fire Department. Yeah. So, you're telling Phoenix. me that it's hot in the desert.
1: So one of the things they've been talking about is that they're treating burn victims, people who fell on the ground, Mm. um, are getting burned. And uh, I don't know how often that's actually happening.
0: One of the common... Can they sue the ground? Like you can sue McDonald's for hot coffee?
1: You got to sue whoever put the pavement in, I think, Mm. you know, the government. So good luck with that. Heat waves in U.S. and Europe would have been virtually impossible (laughs) without climate change new report finds. So they also find that there's been several of these heat waves and and they give this 120,000 year number every once in a while or however many years it's been. So first off, it's not virtually impossible. It's happened thousands of times. If you go by uh, even their data, Um, they are saying it's happening more frequently, more likely to happen, it's hotter, whatever. We don't even have to talk about that because I looked through the article and I found something that's just really dumb in here as they're talking about the heat waves. Um, Let's see. I'll start with the quote. We still have time to secure a safe and healthy future, but we urgently need to stop burning fossil fuels and invest in decreasing vulnerability. If we do not, tens of thousands of people will keep dying from heat-related causes each year. Mm,
0: This is the next pandemic.
1: Heat waves are one of the deadliest natural hazards. More than 61,000 people died of heat-related deaths during Europe's record-breaking heat wave last year, according to a recent study.
0: There's also no air conditioning in Europe. That's their fault.
1: Do you know what else (laughs) that study found? What's that? They're like five times more than that died from cold. Okay, so in this paragraph, they say heat waves are one of the deadliest natural hazards here. Not as here.
0: deadly as cold <laughs> waves. You know what's more
1: deadliest natural hazard than heat waves? Cold waves. Cold. Yeah. No, we
0: need to cool the earth.
1: Yes. Yeah. So that is the the dumbest thing I found in this article. And uh, it annoys me when they they pick this one thing. It's like if they can decrease people dying from heat waves. Okay, it's 61,000. We got to get that down to 30, but they're not paying attention to like the 300,000 people that died from the cold waves mm. as they came through. And that could increase by more than the decrease in the heat waves. In fact, when you look at the, if you read a book like Apocalypse Never or, uh, wow, whatever that's the Michael other. That's Michael Schellenberger. Yeah, it? that's Michael Schellenberger. That's a really good book. And then there's another great one. I always forget the name of it. Um, they will say that actually people dying from heat waves is one of the benefits, in quotes, of climate change. Now, he clarifies that there is not a net benefit from the Earth getting hotter. But if you single that down to deaths from temperature, then climate change is actually a benefit because you will have less people dying from extreme temperatures because more people die from cold than die from heat. Mm. So uh, speaking of, you know... so we.
0: So you're saying we need to emit more carbon emissions to
1: for that specific number. Yeah. Okay. If yeah. you want to, if you're, I don't like people dying from deaths. cold. I don't yeah. like
0: being, you know, too cold.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'd rather be too
0: cold than too hot. Not me. I would for sure. But I grew up in the South. Oh yeah. Down there in Louisiana. Um, which let's by see. the way is one of the wettest heats you'll find. It's a wet heat. It's mm-hmm. uh, you go outside. It's heavy. You know, it's just heavy.
1: When you talk about, uh, let me just tell my personal story here. You would think, you know, I was in, I was in Abu Dhabi mm. and it was 115 degrees
0: outside. Okay. That's a lot of climate change out there. It was very,
1: it used to be like 114 degrees. and It was 115. <laughs> it's probably 160 now. Yeah. And um, you'd think like, well, but you're out there in UAE. You know, it's a dry heat. No, it was like 70% humidity out mm. there. And it was so hot and wet that our drummer wore all of the skin off of his hands because the sticks were so sticky while he was trying to play that he wore all the skin off of his hands while we were playing so he's skinless now it was skinless drummer yeah yeah he was beating the skins you know <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so um the uh how, how
0: how are his hands now did they recover no they're okay yeah did he the he still have did he gets no, skin back no
1: he got he took the skin from his face and put it on his hands <laughs> and looks awful but he can play just fine
0: climate skin yeah yeah what so, a tragedy
1: you know how people have been dying suddenly you know you heard about people dying suddenly mm. and
0: then sudden death
1: we do this annoying thing where every like time in sports
0: <clears throat> in sports sudden death
1: mm-hmm, or they have a cardiac arrest really quickly and people are <laughs> talking about it and then they'll say uh, obviously it's the vaccine that one Still annoys me, by the way, because there's a lot of reasons that people can have cardiac arrest. And also, we didn't used to publicize it quite as much. And it didn't used to get as many retweets uh, as it used to or re-exes as it uh, it used to. So blaming someone's cardiac arrest on the vaccine is as dumb as blaming a hurricane on climate change, just so everyone knows. Mm. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't look at the numbers and see if there's something wrong going on but there's a new narrative out there because a lot of people been having these sudden cardiac events. All right. The new narrative is,
0: I mean, Norm Macdonald talked about this a lot though. Your heart will attack and kill you. The new
1: new narrative is climate change is causing blood clots Mm. right now. And so if we can blame all of this on climate change, I think that would be better. (laughs) Uh, Your blood thickens as it gets hotter as most things do. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, you can have a blood clot, you know? What? And in fact, if you look up, I'm not going to put all the stuff up here, but there is a lot of articles disproving this idea. Yeah, but, um, heat increases blood flow. Yeah.
0: It opens up the vessels.
1: Since when does the, th- the stuff thicken when you get it hot? <laughs> is that a thing?
0: Uh <clears throat> I can think of a few things.
1: You ever... Uh, yeah. You know, you're not supposed to check the oil on your car when it's hot, mm. you know, because it, ex- it can expand. Okay, so anyway, um, that's number two, climate change stuff. Whew, we got to get going. We got to get going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we're talking a lot. Also, there were number like three. seven things. Number three, we
0: talked about this on yesterday's episode. Uh, Bernie Sanders tweets out, in the year 2023, a job should lift you out of poverty, not keep you in it. Define poverty, by the way. So, like, what level of poverty are we talking about here? You know? You can't afford Netflix and Disney. (laughs) Yeah. Today, with Bobby Scott, 29 Democratic senators and nearly 150 representatives, I... That's a weird wording. mm, Introduced legislation that would raise the federal minimum wage to $17 an hour by 2028. The time for Congress Mm. to act is now.
1: Right now. Um, so as you said, Fight for 15 is now Fight for 17 mm. from Bernie because of inflation. And uh, this is a terrible... You can go back and listen to us talk about it for about 20 minutes, but um, it's a terrible idea. The minimum wage forces people out of work uh, because if you're not worth the $17, then they will just get rid of you. The only way they can force you to be to worth $17 is if they increase the price of their products. Uh, so you're... Uh, $12 an hour work will be worth 17 after they increase their prices, uh, but that can reverberate throughout the economy, and then your $17 an hour is worth what your $12 an hour used to be. Mm-hmm. And so that's generally how this works. Uh, so really terrible idea. Let's move on. Uh, we'll skip over this. Oh, God. See, I added a few things in these first few. Charlie, what does the first tweet say and then the, right. the agreement from the... Repost here.
0: Rent is a tax that poor people pay to rich people for the right to live in society.
1: This is all number three, by the way. It's just bad economics yeah. or whatever we want to call it.
0: And then Gritty is the Way um, quote tweeted mm. and said, U.S. renters gave landlords over $88 billion in 2022.
1: Well, what, are, what do the landlords give the renters?
0: Nothing, obviously, <laughs> except pain and suffering.
1: The first one, it's an old post, but the other the other person just reposted it. Rent is a tax that poor people pay to rich people for the right to live in society. So buy a fucking house then. Okay. Yeah, don't rent. Get your own place.
0: Rent, but build one.
1: Yeah. Okay, you can't? Okay, good. Someone else bought one on your behalf, and they're going to let you pay them to live in it. You mother... Parasite. Okay? That's what I want to say to that person's face.
0: Tell them how you really feel, Nate. Don't hold anything back.
1: We don't have time to keep talking about it because we have this thing. Charlie, on Monday, we talked about this thing over the weekend, Ron DeSantis in Florida, and the Florida curriculum, and that they were teaching students that slaves benefited from slavery. And we said that... We had not looked at the curriculum and that it was probably widely overblown or taken out of context. But if it were the idea, then we disagree with that idea. Or I, I more strongly disagree with that yeah, idea.
0: You, I, I disagree with the idea that the ends <clears throat> justify the means. Yeah. You can't, you can't say, or you can't, you can't, you can't perform an, an immoral act and then say it was for the good of everyone or anyone.
1: Yeah. Um, turns out this was about as true as the don't say gay bill. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just so you know. Um, there's a large curriculum. Uh, but but p-
0: Kamala is saying, let me be clear. So now we have to listen yes. to how clear she yeah, is. Yeah, because
1: finally she's going to be clear. <laughs> she's
2: <laughs> extremists pass book bans to prevent them from learning our true history book bans in this year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> And while they do this, check it out. They push forward revisionist history.
0: Like taking down statues?
2: Just (laughs) yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it.
1: Now, it turns out, who's doing the gaslighting? Mm. Weird. Mm. So, here's the deal. And I'm not going to be able to just... Are you going to be clear with uh, everyone, or is this going to be muddled? um, I probably won't be very clear. (laughs) I can tell you that. Uh, First off, Dr. William Allen, who was one of the uh, 12 or 13 people who created this curriculum, uh, by the way, six of them were... Or, or black, uh, who created this curriculum. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, and he's one of the ones that created it and is out there <sighs> defending it because it's been completely taken out of context. Uh, how taken out of, uh, how blown out of proportion is this, by the way, as far as uh, the amount of things? I can't. Um, let me just show Six you. Six of the
0: people were black? Yeah, yeah. That created this curriculum. hmm Yeah must be Uncle Tom's. But not the right black people. They must not be. That's the problem. You know? Uh, This is a joke. This This whole thing's a joke. This whole experiment's a joke. This experiment, what, America? America. This (laughs) life is a joke. It's all a joke. And it's funny. I just realized.
1: So, you know, we can go through some of the curriculum, and, like, instruction includes what life was like for the earliest slaves— and the emancipated in North America examining the underground railroad and how former slaves partner with other free people and groups, assisting those uh, key figures in abolitionist movements. Um, you go examine the roles and contributions of significant African Americans during the Westward expansion. Um, I mean, so many, there's so many things through here. Uh, I mean, your normal talk about slavery, and how terrible it was. And there's one line here, the one that people got mad about, was instruction includes how slaves develop skills which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Maybe it's not worded properly, but I did listen to this guy, Dr. William Allen, and his uh, description of what this means. And essentially what he means is, despite all of the terrible things that were happening, there were people that were able to learn skills, that were learn, able to learn to read and write, that were able to, to take these skills. And even though they had been enslaved, these, these African-Americans were so strong-willed and so great that they didn't just live their victimhood afterwards. They, they- moved forward into life and applied those skills later on.
0: They found hope in the midst of despair.
1: And that is what that part of the instruction is supposed to mean, And that's why it's in there is it's teaching how these people got past that and took the opportunity to learn skills and then still use those skills later in life. Not that, well, it was a benefit because it was kind of like an on the job training program. (laughs) That's not what it means. Okay. On the farm training program. On the farm. Uh, YOU CAN LISTEN TO HIM A LITTLE BIT, WE DON'T to PLAY THIS all LITTLE ONE clip, OF THE but. AUTHORS
0: OF THE FLORIDA CURRICULUM, DR. WILLIAM ALLEN JOINS ME NOW. SO, DR. ALLEN, WHY DO YOU THINK KAMALA HARRIS IS BEING DISHONEST ABOUT WHAT'S BEING TAUGHT ABOUT SLAVERY?
2: PERMIT ME NOT TO GIVE YOU KAMALA HARRIS'S MOTIVES. THEY'RE INVISIBLE. I DON'T KNOW THEM. WE CAN ALL HAVE SUSPICIONS THAT THERE'S A DISHONEST PURPOSE AFOOT. BUT WHAT'S MORE IMPORTANT THAN THAT DISHONEST PURPOSE IS THE TRUTH. And this curriculum is devoted to telling the truth, whereas Kamala Harris has retailed a lie. Now, it may only have been a falsehood the first time she stated it, but when you repeat a falsehood, it becomes a lie.
0: Tell her right now what specifically this component of the slavery course teaches.
2: Well, permit me to have Frederick Douglass tell her. He wrote an autobiography in which he described how the mistress of his slave owner began to teach him to read. She pulled back the curtain through which a glimmer of light shone before the master forced her to close it. But that glimmer of light was enough for Frederick Douglass to illumine a bright flame that he exploited to his benefit and his country's benefit thereafter. SUCH EXAMPLES ARE NUMEROUS AND THEY ARE retailed IN THE STORIES OF PEOPLE WHO SUFFERED THE INDIGNITY OF SLAVERY TIME AND AGAIN. AND QUICKLY, PERMIT ME TO SAY, WHAT THIS CURRICULUM IS ABOUT IS HAVING PEOPLE WHO LIVE THE EXPERIENCE, WHO LIVE THE HISTORY, TELL THEIR STORIES. AND NOTHING IS MORE IMPORTANT THAN THAT WE NEVER, EVER ERASE THE STORIES THAT THE PEOPLE WHO LIVE THE STORIES TELL.
1: OKAY. PRETTY GOOD yeah I will say um i I first listened to him. He did a great interview on Megan Kelly's podcast, and uh, everyone should go check that out. Um, really good stuff. He goes into way more detail than just a, a clip on Fox News. Uh, so go uh, go check that out and he, he talked about how when um uh, if you go through, let's say something traumatic, say you go through a traumatic relationship, you don't think that relationship, you know, because you became a stronger person afterwards, but it is great that you became a stronger person and and you should uh, use that and, and celebrate that you're a stronger person afterwards. And, uh, but it doesn't mean that you, uh, that you commend the relationship and you say, thank you uh, for, for treating I'll, me terribly I and mean, abusing me. You know,
0: I'll disagree a little bit there and go a step further and say that you can be grateful. Sure. It's like, it's an attitude that you get to choose. That's the greatest thing about it. So you can be grateful for your suffering because of, because of the benefits it gave you later on in life. Now, of course, I'm still, I still disagree with immoral things happening Mm -hmm. as an excuse to say the ends justify the means. Of course that's wrong. It's absolutely wrong in relationships and in whatever it is in life. Maybe it's a, a toxic boss that you have or, Whatever the case may be, people shouldn't treat people terribly. But as for you as an individual, this is what we mean when we say that this show is about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning. That whole pursuing meaning thing is about your attitude in life, despite what the world looks like, despite how much freedom we don't have mm. in America, even though America is still the greatest country, you can still, you can still say that America has its faults her faults and needs improvement Yeah, and you can still be grateful that you live in in the best country known to man still, Mm -hmm. even though she has her faults, like that's an attitude that you get to choose rather than because the opposite, there is no, there is no middle ground in this. It's either, it's either you're going to pursue meaning and move forward or you're going to sit in a state of victimhood and perish. So it's, it's one or the other. And that's something that you get to choose and it doesn't take away the suck. The sucky <laughs> feelings are valid, yeah, but you get to make the choice. And then that gives you the power, by the way, because, because when you sit in the victimhood, you're still giving power to the, to the abuser, to the perpetrator. Mm-hmm. You take your power back by saying, despite that, despite all these things that are out of my control, I can be grateful for where I am currently and where I'm going. And then you change your whole life literally change your whole life. I want to put that on clip. Put it on a poster.
1: So uh, put it (laughs) on the poster right there with your face. Uh, Charlie, number five, look at this terrible, terrible situation Um, from Harry Sison is uh, posting about this. He's one of those young Biden bots, you know, with the TikTok (laughs) hair, you know, whatever you call it. (laughs) I haven't heard that before, but that's great. So the only thing I can come up with. He tweets,
0: wow, a teenager in Nebraska just got sentenced to 90 days in jail for using the abortion pill. This is the America Republicans want. Republicans will not let women control their own bodies. According to them, teenagers are old enough to be mothers. It's horrifying.
1: Okay. All right. That story sounds crazy. Here's no lie with Brian Tyler Cohen.
0: Charlie. Mm. A Nebraska teenager has been sentenced to jail and charged as a felon after ending her pregnancy with abortion pills. She faces up to five years in prison.
1: No lie. Going to the New York Times story here. I clicked on that New York Times story. Charlie, the headline. All right.
0: <laughs> Nebraska. Nebraska teen who used pills to end pregnancy gets 90 days in jail. Celeste Burgess. Oh, I'm sorry. 19. And her mother, Jessica Burgess, 42, were charged last year after police obtained their private Facebook messages. Um, And then the context was added by ex-users, ex-readers. The teen was not sentenced for having a chemically induced abortion during her third trimester, but for burning, burying, and concealing a dead body.
1: That's why she's going to jail. Yeah. Just so you know.
0: Oh, <laughs> also, I like what, what, uh, T-Dub said that Harry must have missed health class. Um, yeah, I mean, just if you're not aware, once a female human species, uh, goes through puberty, which is typically between the ages of somewhere around 11 to 14.
1: Depends on how much milk and chicken she's had
0: throughout her life. Depends on you all know, the antibiotics yeah. and stuff that she's been consuming. <laughs> Hormones. Right? Um, once that happens, then the possible biologically the possibility of being a mother exists.
1: It does increase quite a bit after that.
0: It has nothing to do with Republicans. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> the chance goes way up. Mm-hmm. You know? So I just in case you didn't know.
1: I didn't I this is the first time hearing yeah. of this.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm um, not a I'm not a doctor or anything or with biologist, but I I know how to read.
1: So the dumb here goes to now. This this is because of Nebraska's abortion laws that this happened. Um, the charges of having this abortion with the pill were dropped, and she's got the ninety days in jail uh, for burning the child's body. And then bar- and you got to remember this is a third trimester abortion. Okay, so you're could you almost at the point of, of viability, you know, you're talking about like,
0: that is the point of viability. You're talking Third about trimester.
1: You're talking about like the, what my brother looked like the first time I saw him, you know, cause he was super premature. Mm-hmm. So burning and burying and concealing a dead child's body is why she's got 90 days in jail. Um, not because she used an abortion pill.
0: And honestly, 90 days, that's kind of a slap on the wrist. It is. It so, is a
1: slap on the wrist. This is like a formality, jail time. Yeah, because she, because they're like, oh, okay, we can't go too long. She'll on still this. be
0: nineteen or twenty when she gets out. Yeah, with her whole life ahead <laughs> of her. <laughs>
1: um, by the way, the Guardian actually posted uh, the the real story here. That's what was used as the uh, as the community notes fact checking here. So thanks to the Guardian, a broken clock is right. You know what I wanted to tell a broken you. Broken clock
0: finds a nut. Yeah, Every now and then,
1: <laughs> is a broken clock actually right twice a day? Yes or no?
0: Uh, well, that depends. <laughs> you know, it depends on how you're calculating time. No, my
1: answer is no on this. I've been uh, because I was gonna say a broken clock is right, and then I got to thinking about it. And it, are you actually right when you're accidentally right? I don't think you are. Mm. I think a broken clock accidentally aligns with reality a couple times
0: a day. Doesn't mean it was right, you know? That's deep. Yeah. I don't think we have time for deep on dumb. Okay. All right, fine. But I do like that. <laughs> Here's the thing I do know is broken clocks can find nuts. We do know Depending that. I do know how blind um, you are.
1: Look at that spider coming down. Look at that. We have to, we have to kill that right now. Why? We have to kill because we don't know where it's going to go. Where's it going to go? It's It's gonna go right into my shoes. I'm telling you, it's gonna go right into my shoes. He's fine. You're so close to it, you can kill it right now with your bare hands. He's fine. Use your hat or something to kill the spider. I can't allow that to continue to exist in this room.
2: I ain't playing that. Get that. Wait, did you close it in the box?
0: Yeah, he's in the box. What's in the box? The spider. He's in there. He can't get out. That thing is sealed. Yeah, he's alive. (laughs) Why are you so afraid of spiders? I hate spiders. Really? So bad. I didn't know you were that afraid of spiders.
1: Spiders exist. No, they don't. Not (laughs) unless you see them. But once you see them.
0: I didn't know you were so afraid of spiders.
1: (sighs) Okay, listen. Number six. Here we go. Greg... Kassar,
0: and you guys give me hate (laughs) in the group. (laughs) I just didn't think I'm against death, so I just didn't Mm -hmm. think that he needed to die an unnecessary death.
1: There are only two things that deserve to die. Okay, only one. We'll go with one right now, and it's spiders. I've softened on softened on uh, on wasps, but I, you know, I will still kill them Mm -hmm. if they're around me and they look dangerous. But those are the two things on my list: le- wasp I feel or like, like snakes are a little creepy. No, no, snakes are fine. Snakes are fine. Slithering around. No, like, no, they're cool. They can't help. What else are they supposed to do? They
0: have not got no legs. I don't know. They got to slither around. I'm just saying it's a little creepy. That's all they can do. Yeah, but I don't like any. Like I don't like it's worms. How or- to
1: get that out of here? The group. <laughs> I don't want that. Those deserve to die too. Whatever that is, that deserves to die.
0: It's a centipede.
1: Centipedes, mili- or millipedes, like a centipede. Any of the peds families, mm-hmm. we don't like them.
0: I'm actually terrified of like worm type of things like maggots. Ah, they're I fine. Mean, Whatever. Those things disgust they me. They just went dead. Yeah, but if you look how you looked at them. Yeah. And the way they like squirm around like with just That's an, how they were born and just as God intended. Yeah. Just not a big fan. Yeah. Not a big fan of maggots.
1: Okay, anyway, number six, Greg Kassar. This is a, I think, a representative in Texas, and this is a harrowing story, a Mm. harrowing story. He wants you to know that yesterday was incredible. He was honored to be joined at his thirst strike by workers in Texas and across the nation and by lots of colleagues pushing for federal heat safety protections. Mm -hmm. Nine hours without water or food but he's more energized than ever to get this done.
0: He needs to go about four days.
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, The story here is that this guy, Greg, went nine hours. He's doing it for his country. Without food and water. In solidarity with workers who don't have federally mandated water breaks. Not even the fact that they aren't ever allowed to take a water break throughout the entire day but who don't have federally mandated water breaks. He's Mm. trying to push for that. So he does the heroic act of not eating or drinking for the whole day, which I, I mean, listen, I get it that you can get thirsty, but is this a big deal? That's the question here.
0: I don't think he went long enough. I mean, what a hero. Mm
1: -hmm. He's so strong Mm. and so powerful. This Greg brave, brave, He looked death in the eyes and he said, nay,
0: come at me, bro.
1: Yes. That's what he said. All right. Good job, Greg in Texas. I think that he was in Tejas. Yeah. He's battling. So, I mean, this is all because of climate change too. I'm Mm. sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's what we got. That was a great, uh, great thing. Peter Hotez as I haven't said anything dumb in a while. And so he comes. I remember Peter Hotez. The doctor, he's got a lab coat on right now, I bet. So um, he's worried about a post-Barbenheimer COVID bump. He's sitting around, mm-hmm. and everyone else is like, oh, cool, we got to see some okay movies over the weekend. And he's like, "Uh, oh, I'm so scared that there's not people wearing N95s in the theaters. We're all going to die. I'm just like... Does he not realize that
0: COVID has been
1: defeated? Dude, yeah, let it go. You're not relevant anymore. Get over it. You had your moment in the light. It's over. Mm -hmm. All right? It's done. I'm sorry. Until someone else creates a new pandemic, you're just going to have to sit on the sidelines, dude. No one cares. Yeah. All right?
0: Okay, so that was just a... a I wonder how many of these people, though, that went to see movies... Were the ones that were, would tell on their neighbors for not wearing a mask. How think, many? I think half. Oh, yeah. And now, that, now they can go out and be just fine. No, yeah. they, they roam the streets with no mask.
1: I do wonder, you know, T, that brought up a good point from the last one. You uh, know, I
0: think about the people who personally, like, berated me and told me I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. I think about that all the time. And you're like, you get hypocrite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, in the year of our Lord, 2023, three years removed from the worst atrocity that, that the earth has ever faced, COVID-19, this parasitic death virus that was created in a lab. Question, how many people... <laughs> and they just berated you for talking about data.
1: On the berated front, how many people inside of the Barbie theater do you think berated people online or in person for not caring enough to do whatever it was the answer is i don't know
0: but my guess is it's more than zero i i would say it's above zero yeah Mm -hmm. my guess would be at least half
1: that was a good point there from t-dub though on that last one greg gandhi greg that we were talking about a second ago um he said t-dub said that he goes that long often when he sleeps. He's gone like ten or eleven hours. Mm. I wonder if Greg just like took a nine-hour nap. think <laughs> like he just went. To, he didn't sleep the night before and he just went to bed. Yeah. It's like oh, I just went nine hours without eating. <laughs> Actually, I think I I went I went seven hours. I almost beat Greg's record last night. wasn't even trying.
0: Wasn't even trying.
1: Holy crap, man. Okay, number seven, Peter Hotez. Get over it, man. Uh, the last ones are uh, a couple that we've he needs already to talked debate. about.
0: He still needs to debate.
1: Okay. Oh, crap. I didn't pull the article up. You remember earlier in the week, we went over this, uh, the fascist responses to the <laughs> LGBTQ survey. So good. The rise of online fat. You see, when you was have that on Monday, I can't remember, I don't remember what day it was, I think I think Monday, it was Monday or Monday. Tuesday. Yeah. Um, when,
0: go back and listen. Cause it's fantastic.
1: When you have people out of 350 people, you have like 50 of them that give you sarcastic responses. To your dumbass questions. Yeah, that's fascism. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Yeah. And uh, we we have to find a way. We actually have to get involved with social justice in the STEM fields. It should be it should be SJSTEM. B G T Q R S Plus Two I. Um, one of my favorites in that survey was someone identified as a gift card. <laughs> And then the race was an ethnic gift card. And then their disability was, Not enough gift cards. <laughs> was that they didn't have enough gift cards. That was good. Yeah. I like that one. Mm. Good job I by like them. I like the theme. Uh, so Kept anyway, you can go back and listen to uh, to that because we're already at 45 minutes right Monday now. Monday or Tuesday's episode. episode. And uh, it's in the title, I'm pretty sure, of the episode. Uh, it was pretty ridiculous. Not the responses. The responses were hilarious. Mm. The dumb was the researchers who were so traumatized after this. They had to take time off. They couldn't even continue the research on the project because they were so traumatized.
0: Then they made up their own answers mm-hmm. to continue the study because, you know, they had to. They got their safe spaces in their lab and stuff. And, I mean, look at that terrified face.
1: She's so terrified Yeah, right now. But what's she
0: terrified about? She's white. I don't know. She's a woman.
1: Number nine. We talked about this also. I'm trying, to con- I'm trying to include things from earlier in the week because just because we talked about them early, earlier in the week doesn't mean they're not dumb.
0: And doesn't mean you can't vote on them. They yeah, deserve they, a vote.
1: They deserve a vote too. This
0: is a... This is a democratically elected mm-hmm. dumb.
1: This is a, a democratic fascist organization here. Number nine goes to the energy department proposing a rule to crack down on water heaters. And... Uh, it's not the dumbest thing overall. It's, it's last because it was the last thing I had. i had already put the numbers on everything else. And so that's why it's number nine. But they want to force you when you get a new water heater to get a, a water heater with a heat pump in it. And it's not just when you get a new water heater. It's not like they're going to go in and make you replace your water heater. So it's like they're not coming for your water heater that's in your house right now. All right, just to clarify. Well, what will happen is when you need to replace your water heater, you used to have a $500 option and now you're going to have what's going to be at least a $2,000 option or maybe even more once it's your only option out there. And then not only that, all the new houses that go in would be required to have those instead of the cheaper ones. All the new apartments and any kind of rental properties that go in will be required to have those kind of appliances instead of the cheaper ones. And so, yes, this is going to cost everyone money. But as we, as we said earlier in the week, I'm sure they will subsidize the cost mm. with, with your money. With your money. Afterwards. Mm. And um, yeah, they, they just... Thomas Massey made a great point when he said that these already exist. And the, what the Biden administration said was that it's going to save people money on their, on their electricity
0: bills. Now... I don't know about you, Mm-hmm. But have you met anyone who's like, ah, I don't really like saving money. No, yeah. I mean
1: I've met some people who are like, ah, I I don't like have so much money that they don't care. You know.
0: Yeah, I'm, but if you I'm went to if you went to any person, even a billionaire, and you said, Hey, I have these two things. Mm-hmm. They they look almost identical.
1: You're going to get the same outcome no matter which one you pick. Actually,
0: they're exactly the same. Yeah. One of them costs more money than the other. Which one are you going to choose? They're the same.
1: Yeah. Um, It's not that they're the same, by the way. It's that you will get the same outcome Mm -hmm. out of it. Because one of them has a heat pump and the other one doesn't. Yeah. So they're not the same, but you will...
0: Well, I'm trying to prove the the point of saving money.
1: The outcome is that when you want hot water, you'll get hot water. You know, that's that's the deal. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, If it is going to save you so much money, which it could, like after 20 years or or so. If it doesn't go out. If it does, which it probably would (laughs) before that. And it would cost a fortune to fix or replace if something happens to it before that. um, Then go get one. It already exists right now. You know, just go do it. But you have to be forced. They probably in conjunction with their business partners have decided (laughs) that this is a great idea for everyone. Those are actually all the dumb bleeps for the week. That's good. We skipped over two things that were also dumb, but because we're already at fifty minutes right now, mm-hmm. and uh, you've got a busy day ahead of you,
0: sure do, right man. So, all right, y'all go. get your votes in. Uh, go over the. Let's recap real quick.
1: Okay, um, let's see. Number one, old politicians and the people who continue to elect them. Number two, we had climate change. Inside of that were the the blood clots. The, uh, cumulative CO2 (laughs) is the important part and the, um, heat related deaths. Number three, uh, we have Bernie's $17 an hour minimum wage. I had more things inside. It was, uh, we'll just say bad economics on the list. It's called unskilled labor. And I actually skipped the unskilled labor one. Um, we had the minimum wage and the rent comments on there. Number four is the Kamala and Florida essentially don't, don't say gay thing. And I know that we kind of, we didn't exactly fall for it. I wanted to make a point that speaks to how good we are. Um, we did what people should do in this instance. Most of the people who either criticized this or supported it probably had no clue what was in the curriculum uh, and had no clue what they were talking about. We stated several times on Monday we had not read the curriculum, had no doubt that it was taken out of context or, taken out or being blown out of proportion, but we took the idea on its face, if it were the case, what we thought about that idea. And it doesn't specifically apply to whether or not that is Florida's curriculum. It's if this is true, this is what we think about it. That's how good we are. People don't <laughs> do that. That's the thing. You have to be as humble as we are, which rare, you rarely find people that are this humble. You know? And this, right. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. And so when you talk about something, the hump, let me tell you, I'm, you guys don't even understand. The, oh, I see the humble glow. The humility, <laughs> The humbilities that we have. It's like an orange aura. I know. You have around you. To come out and say that we're not sure, we don't know, <laughs> but still give our opinions afterwards with that caveat. The humbilities are extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, so that's are humbilitating. Four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number five was the jail time for having an abortion and burnt, out. burning and burying the child's body mm. afterwards. Uh, number six was Gandhi Gregg's thirst strike. And uh, number seven is, uh, let's see, Peter Hotez. You remember him, mm. the guy with the mustache, and uh, he's still worried about COVID. Number eight were the fascist responses to the LGBTQ survey, not the responses themselves, but the fact that they were called fascist and that that was the problem that we must face in these STEM fields. And number nine is the Biden Energy Department coming for your water heater.
0: All right. Get your votes in, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, uh, smash that follow button, like Nate said, on all the social medias and, um, and tune in to Free Talk Live, Tuesday nights between 7 and 10 p.m. Central Time, where yours truly has been uh, syndicated on 160 radio stations nationwide. Boom. So uh, we appreciate each and every one of you that listen and are just asking you to do one small thing. It doesn't cost you a dime. And just a little bit of your time. Share the show and subscribe. Uh, If you want to spend some money and pay for uh, Nate's food, Because the guy struggles to eat. I do. Not that he's on a hunger strike to try to prove anything. Mm -mm. It's just he needs more of you to donate to him monthly. I don't have enough money to buy food. He doesn't. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. It's not a lie at all. So (laughs) go to joingmail.com for as little as six bucks a month. Um, And according to some of the people in the live group, it's probably much cheaper than your OnlyFans subscription. Mm -hmm. So you might as well sign up for for some good wholesome liberty where we talk about wholesome, dumb things and fill your life with purpose and meaning. Yeah. Um, six bucks a month. And Nate has been saying for months now that this price is going to go up. So
1: at well, any time, you have no idea. Well, the problem was that Biden cut inflation and that means prices have to go back down. So we just skipped, oh. you know, we skipped the price increase, mm. you know? I don't know if you know that, but inflation at 3% means the prices went down mm. from back when they were up 9%. Okay. You know, oh. that's... That's, I I don't know why you don't know this, but it's basic economics. That's basic you know? Bidenomics. Mm-hmm. True. That's right.
0: Anyway, so right now it's 6 bucks a month. It's, I mean, that's cheaper than your Starbucks coffee at this point. Mm-hmm. So And it's, it's
1: cheaper than your OnlyFans.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So join gmail.com or go to godhatesfeds.com to be a part of the Fed Haters Club. You can also buy a t-shirt. There's some uh, great merch on there. Nate's Nate's been working on more, but the guy's doing a lot. All right, so be patient. There's gonna be more coming out there. There's already great stuff on there.
1: Yeah, so I've got stuff. I just haven't been happy enough with it to upload it
0: yet. Godhatesfeds.com. Go do that. Um, let's see who's the going winner. The winner is the
1: is the climate change
0: discussion. Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a, a a dark horse. I really
0: thought it was going to be Kamala.
1: I thought that was going to be it as well. Mm. That's who I. That's that's who I put my bets on. Yeah, um, but it was more so change. for the
0: fact that the out of the 13 people who created the curriculum, six of them were black. <laughs>
1: that was pretty dumb. Yeah. So. Um, the, uh, not that they have black people help at the curriculum, yep. but the fact that also, everyone's was calling it racist. I love
0: his answer when he said, Tell, tell, he, you know, he's asked the question or, you know, told, he's like, Tell Kamala, you know, why you put this in there. And he's like, Well, how about I don't tell you? I'll let Frederick Douglass tell her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, These aren't my words. These are, these are an actual, an actual slave's words that he put on paper. <laughs> yes. They're not mine. Was somebody who actually went through it. So I thought that was pretty cool. All right, y'all. Like I said, if you enjoyed, please share the show around. Listen on the radio if you get the chance. And uh, leave us a rating and review. If you do all those things, we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good day, a good weekend, and a good morning. Liberty. Liberty.